Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Okay, Paragubov, uh, Shir Beis. Uh, so we're going to continue from where we left off. I just wanted to add one point to the last uh, capital. The Ramchal writes in Maimar Hagaula, one of his Kabbalah uh, Svarim, um, um, that atzlus, that laziness, comes from koichas atumo. Why is this important to know that it comes from koichas atumo? Because we explained, according to the Gain earlier, that uh, there are two types of yetsaharas, two types of issues that we have to deal with. One, which is the koich of taiva, which is the koich of, of uh, you know, wanting drives that we have. And the other one is the issue of tumma. And they're both Yetzirahs, and each one is different in the sense that the Kayach of Taiva is something which HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us for a positive reason, we just have to control it, as opposed to the Kayach Tumah, which we want to obliterate. And if uh, the Ramchal uh, is understanding that uh, Atzlus comes from a Kayach of Tumah, then we have to understand that it's not something that's regulated, it's something that has to be obliterated. So we continue on, and he says the following, Shlomo Melech in many Sforim wrote about the terrible things that come from Atzlus, from laziness, and in uh, some examples he's going to bring. A little bit of uh, sleeping, a little bit of slumbering, a little bit of folding your hands, laying down. Uh, uh, then comes the traveler and he'll sneak in and grab what's yours, and you will lose from the soldier who'll come in who will grab what you're not watching. And this is talking obviously about a person who's not uh, uh, watching properly. A person who's lazy, even though he's not actually doing something bad actively, he brings bad by the fact that he's not doing anything. His Shei Valtasa is, is that he's sitting and doing nothing is the problem. And here there's a, you know, they say over in the name of uh, that Rav Yvcheska uh, Levenstein, who was the Mashgiach uh, and, uh, and uh, eventually in Panovich, and when he was in his 90s, he was very mocked that he wouldn't ask someone to get up and get him a safer. If he needed a safer, he would get up and go get it himself, even if he had to climb up to get it, because he wanted to overcome this midah vatslus and sitting was not an option for him. But Omar, and now Ramchal continues, a person who is, goes easy in his work and is like weak in his work, even though you're not be a daim destroying, you are a brother to the destructor. Even though he's not doing with his hands, don't think it's far away from that. It's part of the same thing. And here I just tell you a very quick maisa that I, I heard many times from my father-in-law, he used to say over there was a chassid shamaisa, there was a, a person who was very wealthy and uh, had a very big business and uh, uh, he had a son. And his son, Kimuvan, was a, a, you know, a rich child and, uh, you know, was not exactly very motivated to, to do a lot of work and to, to work hard. And uh, the father gave this business over to the son uh, and he passed, when he passed away, he got it, the son got up Yerusha. And slowly, over time, the business started to go down, down, down until the business was almost non-existent, it was falling apart. And the son didn't know what to do. 
And he remembered that when his father had a problem, he used to go to some Rebbe, some rabbi, he used to go to ask him for help. So he went to the Rebbe that the father used to go to, and he tells him the story. And the Rebbe obviously knew the father, and knew the son, and knew the matzav. And he told the son, uh, what you need to do every morning at 7 o'clock in the morning, you need to go to the business and kiss the mezuzah. If you're going to go every morning at 7 o'clock and kiss the mezuzah, the business will turn around. So Belez Breira, that's what the son did. He went every morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, and kissed the mezuzah. And as time went on, uh, the business turned around and started doing better and better and better until it was built up to the place where it was previously. And the son, who was uh, not a big Rebbe mensch, obviously, was very, very despoiled how this happened. And he went to the Rebbe and he asked him, he said, what's in that mezuzah that every time I kiss it, it gives me such a, a luck in the business? And the Rebbe said to him, you don't understand. It wasn't the mezuzah that was important. It was the seven o'clock that you had to get up in the morning and be at the business at seven o'clock when you came and you were there, you worked and the business took off. When you're not there, when you're sleeping, you didn't come. So the business fell apart. It's, that, that was the vart. It was the seven o'clock, not necessarily the mezuzah. So uh, the Mamchal continues. I'm going to give a, an example of how bad this could be. This is something which we see every day. The Pasuk says, in, I think it's Mishle, that I, I passed by the field of an otzel, of a person who was lazy. And I passed a vineyard of such a person. And it's, it's overgrown with the thorns and thistles. It's all the field is ruined. So I saw that and I realized I got a musar from that. That, you know, if you're not going to take care of, what you're, of, your, of your field, it's going to fall apart and not deliver the, the produce. And that's the posseg ma'ashenais. Which we said before, and then you know, if you, obviously you're not going to do the work you have to do, the thing will pull apart; it will not be successful. But now he continues. There's another aspect of understanding these psukim, not only in terms of malacha. Obviously, what we just said is obviously true. But it's besides the pasuk shot, if a person is not going to work his field, that's what's going to happen. The Chachamim learned a Medrash. They, they, they darshan this, this Pasuk in, this, in, in a little bit of a different way. And this is what they said. When the field was covered with uh, thorns and thistles, it's talking about learning. A person who was lazy in his learning, so he'll want to net the, the pshat and the posuk, he'll want to understand the, what the parasha means, and he won't be able to, to understand it. Because he did not put the work in, so when he's going to have to pask in the shaila, he won't have the requisite knowledge, he'll have a very cursory knowledge, and he'll end up paskin incorrectly. He'll say that which is tar is tame, and which is tame is tar. And in essence, now you are going to undermine the halacha. What is the punishment for that? That you get bit by the snake, so to speak. I mean, you can cause tremendous, tremendous harm by by teaching people the wrong thing and, and giving them the wrong hadracha because you were too lazy to understand the depth of the sugya. And this is this when you're talking about limud learning, 
it doesn't all come at one time, the problem. You're not even going to feel it. It, it, you start a little bit and you, you don't do what you're supposed to do and it, it grows and it grows and it grows and then you get more and more lazy and you're less and less medactic in what you're supposed to do and then that causes a problem and you, uh, your, uh, your Torah is not correct. It becomes incorrect and that causes major problems. So it's interesting that the Sipse Chaim of Chaim Friedlander writes in, in one of his sparim, he writes that uh, psychologists say that a human being doesn't use uh, only a very, very small portion of their brain is actually used in, in thinking. And he says, he said that if you, if you want to take an example, if you have a young man who has to prepare a chabura, that he has to say, so he's going to put a tremendous amount of work into it. But if that same young man is going to learn the sugya just because he's learning it, he doesn't seem to put the same amount of work into it. And it's not as, as meduyak, it's not as exact, and it's not as well thought out, and he doesn't put the same time and effort into it. Why is it? Because when you have to say something for other people, there's a lachatz. That lachatz forces you to use more and more of your brain. And the more you use of your brain, the more you're able to be come to the to the depth of understanding the sugya. So similarly, he says, if, if a person is, is not under pressure of some sort or puts the pressure to be a zaris, so uh, that's, that's, he will not necessarily understand properly what he's supposed to understand. If you don't understand what he's supposed to understand, you're going to pass him wrong. And then he continues, Before he just, in the beginning, he just, he just slacks off a little bit. And then he doesn't learn it well. Then when he goes back into it, he's going to be missing Havona. That would be enough in and of itself, that he didn't learn enough, now he doesn't understand it as well as he should. It gets worse. But he wants to give the, he wants to explain it, he wants to say over what he knows. Now he's going to tell you things that are incorrect. Now you're turning the emes upside down. The Yavor Al Takonos, and you're going to over, you're going to be uh, giving the wrong psak. The Yifrei says Sagadorim, the Seifrei Kliya Kamishpa Kolapayrets together, and that's uh, that leads to destruction. Like somebody who's passing the wrong halacha is giving the wrong hayros. For Amar Shloimei Echse Anoichi Ashes Libi Ispananti Al Dover Hazeh Veroisi Goydel Harashabai. It's like a poison, Shlomo Melch says, that just spreads slowly. Until the person dies, you don't realize how mixed up and how, uh, you know, all of his Torah was. That's what the Pesach means. A little bit of sleep and a little bit of slumber, you're going to open yourself up. Then the soldier comes in and takes over. In other words, it's not just in terms of your daily activities, but also in terms of your Havana Satira and your understanding of things. If you don't put the effort in, it won't come out well and you will lead to uh, being uh, Mahdi many, many other people as well. You have been listening to a Shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily Shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516 600 8080.